Hello and welcome to episode two of the 40 by 40 podcast. My name is Alex Perkins and this is a very, very low-key, very chilled podcast of me kind of going through a few things to do before I'm 40. So kind of like bucket listy things, but nothing massive, nothing like, you know, go to Machu Picchu or parachuting or, you know, kill a bear or all, all those things that people do on their bucket list this is just me doing 40 kind of medium to small things before i turn 40 which is in about 16 and a half months um the first thing i did was last week was starting a solo podcast i've got a duo podcast me and a friend called richard do the dadcast dadcast uk which is where we talk about all things fatherhoody and i've done a few kind of radio podcasty things before but this was like my first one by myself and as i say it's very low-key there's no theme tune there's no editing whatsoever um i feel like i should maybe have a theme tune just to kind of get us into it but maybe we'll do that another day anyway um I'm doing this now because it's Monday morning and yesterday I did my second thing. I said I was going to go to the local bowls club because they had this open day and I went along. It's Sunday morning and it's absolutely chucking it down in Byfleet but I'm on the way around to the local bowls club to hopefully have a game of bowls. I don't know if you do bowls in the rain. I don't really know. I think I've seen people in like little raincoats doing bowls. But I don't know if that's just when it's um, sprinkling a bit. Anyway, this is one of my 40 things to do by the time I'm 40. And the reason is, when I was younger, when I was on my study leave and in my summer holidays at school, I used to cut bowling greens. I used to work for a guy who lived across the road called Harry. And um, I'd go out with him and we'd um, cut um, grass and we'd you know, do all that kind of gardening stuff. Um, but also, he'd be in charge of the local bowl greens. So occasionally I'd get to go around and... You know, do the thing is very precise on bowls greens. Got to be very, very careful. Uh, but I'd be able to do all the proper lines, you know, all the kind of diagonal lines across the uh, uh, across the pitch. It was very, very good. Um, so since then, I've always wanted to actually um, have a go at uh, having a game because I never got to do it when I was young. So fingers crossed, they let me have a little play today. It's uh, an open day, but as I say, it's absolutely chucking it down. So we shall see. So um, we've, we've got a game. I'm stepping onto the green at the moment. I'll tell you what, it looks really nice. It looks really nice. Um, and I've got, I've got my wood in my hand, as they say. And um, yeah, I'm going to have a little bowl, which is very, very exciting. That was actually loads of fun. I actually enjoyed that more than I thought I would. I thought it'd be all right, but um, I really was getting into it and getting competitive. And it's one of those games where you feel like you know what you're doing. You feel like you've learnt it. You feel like you can do it because you've had a good hand. And then the next time you do it, you've completely lost everything and you can't play at all. But um, they, they let me do quite a lot, which is really sweet of them. They're very warm and welcoming. And um, I had quite a, a few good goes at it. Um, and I was getting better and better. I think I've got a skill here. Uh, maybe I need to just forget about the other, was it 38 things I'm going to do and um, just become a professional bowls player. <laughs> Anyway, uh, back to me in the studio. Thank you, Alex. Do you know what? I had a brilliant time playing bowls. They let me play for such a long time. And I think I was quite good at it. Part of me thinks I should scrap this podcast, scrap the 40 things to do before I'm 40, and just focus on becoming a professional bowls player. Because I think I had a bit of a knack. Um, They were all 
quite impressed with how I was doing. It was so silly. It was so silly because because when I got there, they were so loving and warm and they brought me in and they made me a cup of tea and they were explaining the leagues and explaining how the club works and explaining how the bar opens after everyone's plays and get a drink. And they were sort of really, really welcoming me. And I thought I, I wouldn't have been there if it wasn't for this impetus to do 40 things before I turned 40. I think I just would have probably not just happened to turn up at the local bowls club on a rainy Sunday morning. And so I'm sitting there and I'm feeling a bit giddy already because I'm thinking, why am I here? What am I doing here? Sat in their clubhouse while they're explaining things to me, while they're kind of rushing around, you know, bringing me the biscuits in. And uh, and then also the president is explaining to me things about bowls. Now, first of all, it's not called a bowl or a ball. They call it a wood. And so he's explaining the best way of gripping your wood and how you don't just toss your wood down the green, how you've got to bowl it, and then the different weights of your wood. And I'm just sitting there thinking, I kind of could do with a little five-minute break to go and have a giggle somewhere. Um, but then I was taken outside. It was so, so sweet. So there's this lady. I can't remember. I think her name was Doris. That sounds a bit too stereotypical for an old lady. But I think her name was Doris. And then there was, I think it was Ron down the other end. And bless him, this old man standing out in the rain for about an hour, just kind of, you know, bowling the balls back to me so I could have another go. It was so sweet. And she was explaining lots of things, you know, she was explaining how to get the wood to curve around the corner and sort of get up close to the jack. And I was getting better and better. I think I kind of had a bit of a knack of it. They were very impressed that I could, A, use the heavier woods and um, and B, had sort of picked it up so quickly at one point I got really close with one of my woods and I said oh I just need to do exactly the same thing and, and I think that I'll be able to knock that one onto the jack and she said yeah yeah how good's your memory and uh, you know just took it as a as a little joke and then she turned around and said that's that's one of our it's one of our jokes and it was like oh yeah because most of the people are maybe in their 70s and 80s and of course that's kind of like a a, a, a senile kind of joke I don't know but anyway, it was it was really, really good. And part of me wants to scrap this podcast and just concentrate on becoming a professional bowls player because I think I could be quite good at it. Anyway, that was number two. I'm going to tweet some photos to 40 by 40 podcast. A couple of photos of uh, some of my best shots and uh, of me on the green. Uh, when I do some good shots, I'd also do some pretty bad shots as well. So don't think I'm, I'm a complete expert just yet, but... They've invited me back and I think I will go. I think I'll go back one Tuesday night and just maybe join. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I don't have much time to do things that I should be doing. So I don't know if I can kind of commit to becoming a bowls player at the age of 38. Anyway, I really, really liked it. If you've got any other sports or things like that that you think I should just go along and do and try, then do let me know at 40 by 40 podcast. Now... When I did episode one, I teased a couple of things that I've already done that can't be on my bucket list because I've already done them, like being on TV. And one of the things that I did was I um, got off with a Hollyoaks character. And I'm sure there's loads of people that would put that on some sort of bucket list. Basically, what it was, I I had an acting part in Hollyoaks and my character was this kind of lonely businessman in a hotel. And it was back when Mercedes was a little bit of a lady of the night. And so... 
she came and chatted to me at the bar we had a little snog and then I panicked and sort of ran off and she went a bit psycho um when I got the job I was working with some younger lads I don't watch Hollyoaks I've, I've never watched Hollyoaks but these younger lads that I was working with they kind of seemed the type that would maybe have like a Hollyoaks Holly poster up on their wall and so when I got the job I was like hey yeah I uh a job in Hollyoaks, yeah, one episode. I get to get off with Jesse Metcalf, and they kind of gave me a bit of a funny look, and they weren't as impressed as I thought they would be. And it was only a couple of days later that I realised that Jesse Metcalf, Jesse Metcalf, isn't um, Mercedes' name. Her name is Jennifer Metcalf, and Jesse Metcalf is actually the gardener from um, Desperate Housewives. <laughs> So they were like, ooh, great. Yeah, good luck with that one. Good luck with that one. Um, I found another website of 40 things or 20 things to do before you turn 40. And this is what I was trying to look at the other day. But Siri stopped me from looking at it. It kind of decided I, did, I shouldn't look at it. Um, and, and this has got some great stuff. And I'm going to go through these and, and see which ones are these that I fancy doing. The first one is on relevantmagazine.com's website. Read the entire Bible cover to cover kind of quite like the idea of that i'm in no way religious i'm quite an atheist i think there's so many things about religion that are bad and so many things about religion that have caused so many problems around the world but i feel like i should read the bible cover to cover i might give that a go i think you can get like a maybe an app can you get an app can you get a bible app i could sort of read a couple of chapters or do they have chapters? I don't know. I could read some stuff on a train, maybe. So I'll do that one, I think. Read the entire Bible, cover to cover. See your favourite band live at least once. Mm. I have seen the Fratellis a few times. One of the times was when they were just starting out and I got some tickets to go and see them in a tiny, tiny venue in Edinburgh. I think it's called The Liquid Rooms. And I went along and was quite close to the front. And they were phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. And then when it got to the end, it was just after Chelsea Dagger had come out. And they'd gone off and everyone was sort of cheering for an encore. And I stood there and went... Really, really loud. And then about the five or six people around me joined in for the next one. And then the entire room joined in for the next one. And they came back on and they did their encore and played Chelsea Dagger. And then afterwards, when they came back on, the guy next to me was like... Fair play, Paul. Fair play. So I have seen what I'd say was my favourite band live at least once, loads of times. But I think one of the things of, you know, things that I have done, which would be on people's bucket list, is that I have started a chant in a big crowded room. There's 300 people there. And I started that chant. I'm very proud of that. Very proud. Run a marathon or some kind of endurance race. Yeah, I'm doing that. That's what I'm going to do. I still haven't applied for my place. But I've got to do that soon because I know that they book up very, very quickly. And if I can't get the London Marathon, then I'll have to find somewhere else to do. I think I'm committing to at least a half marathon. I'd love to do a marathon, but I think a half marathon would do. I'm sure next week I'll be like, yeah, 5K. I'll do a 5K. That'll do. Um, Watch every film on the AFI Top 100 so this is an American website. So the top 100 films of the American Film Institute. I might have a look and see if BFI have got one and maybe maybe do like something like that. 50, top 50 films maybe. There's loads of films that I'd love to see. Loads of classics that I wouldn't necessarily go and buy on DVD. But 
if I've got a list, I'll work my way through them. I'll definitely do that. Watch every film on some sort of top 100 or top 50 list. Pick a country and go visit. See, this is tricky. This is tricky. I've got a baby. She's nine months old. So that may not happen. In fact, we're going to skip past that one. Speak a second language. When I was young, I used to live in Germany. And I was fluent in German. But maybe by the time I'm 40, I need to get that back up to scratch to have a conversation with an actual German person. Yeah, we'll do that. Write letters to the five people who have most impacted your life. That's going to take a bit of thought. I don't know. Maybe nowadays, if someone got a letter, would you feel a bit weird? You know, maybe if you emailed five people or Facebooked them, but I don't know if I could write a letter to five people. Okay, that's that. That's a possibility. I'll have a think about that one. That one might be might be a goer. Watch every season of a few great TV shows. We have recently watched some crackers. A bit of Game of Thrones, a bit of Breaking Bad. So maybe if you've got a recommendation of a TV programme that you think is phenomenal, it could be something recent, it could be something from the past, then get in contact at 40 by 40 podcast. Challenge me to watch every season of your favourite TV show. As long as it's not like Bob the Builder or something like that. Or, you know, the, the what, are they, what are they called? The Zooms? The Zooms? It's program on TV in the mornings and it was rubbish. Um, give away something really, really expensive. Nah, nah, not going to do that. Make amends with any enemies. Yeah, there's, there's something in mind for that. I don't want to say who yet, but there's definitely something in mind for that one. Apply for your dream job. See, I'm an actor, and I'm kind of constantly applying for some brilliant things and rarely get seen for them. So, yeah, I'm not sure about that one. Take the stage alone. Now, I've done this. I flirted with a bit of stand-up comedy. Again, one of those things where I just thought... For goodness sake, I need to do this. And, and I went along and did a little, uh, little course. And at the end of the course, we did a stand-up comedy performance. And to this day, it's still one of my maybe top five days ever. It was just an amazing experience. I think because of the fear that was leading up to it. I mean, I was feeling ridiculously sick. And then went on stage and, and just that response that you get when you crack a joke and people laugh is unbelievable and then I spent maybe about three or four years trying to chase that feeling <laughs> never quite getting as close but it's a it's a great feeling when you do a, a stand-up comedy routine and it goes well it's a real lovely buzz because if you're doing many other things that go well you share the the, the, the plaudits amongst other people so if you're doing a play and it's gone really well then part of that is to do with the writer and part of it's to do with the director and part of it's to do with the other cast. But if you've written some stand-up and then you perform that stand-up and it goes well, then no one is taking that away from you. Now, on the flip side, if it goes really badly, then it's no one else's fault but your own. So it's definitely one of those one of those things where it, it's yeah up and down ups and downs a very big steep roller coaster and uh, i do not envy people who are stand-ups and have to travel around the country and stay in travel lodges and doing these stand-up gigs in the back end of nowhere 
it must be a horrendous lifestyle. So I'm kind of, many ways, I'm kind of glad that I'm not doing that anymore. But also, I do miss that buzz. Um, it's a really good buzz. But I have done that. I've taken the stage alone and I have survived. Uh, go on a road trip of at least a thousand miles. Now, I did mention this last week. I wanted to do a Florida to New York road trip. And I got a response back on Twitter from somebody. And it was my sister. And she said, if you're going to do that, then we've always wanted to do that. So count us in. So I don't know. I don't know if that's going to happen because my baby's nine months old. So she'll be still quite young to do that before November of next year. Um, But if we do that, then we'll do it with uh, my sister and her husband and little baby Austin as well. She said, count us in on the Florida to New York road trip. Seriously. And she's got a couple of icons of of families with babies. So, um, yeah, it's a possibility still. I I don't know if it's going to happen. I don't know. It seems a bit too soon for little Matilda to be traveling for thousands of miles in the back of a car. Because I don't think she'll be getting the stuff out of it that I'll be getting out of it. Anyway, so that's that one. Um, write a short story. Yeah, that's definitely on the list. I need to write a short story. I've written a children's book that didn't get published, as I mentioned last week. But I've, I've got to just sit down and write a story. That's going to happen. Go on a mission humanitarian aid trip. I don't feel like I'm entirely selfish, but I have no interest in doing that whatsoever. No, it's not on the list. Learn to play an instrument. We spoke about that. I've got a ukulele, I've got a didgeridoo, and I want you to choose for me which one I should focus on, and also what song I should learn to sing. And then when I've done that, I will um, record it, film it, and stick it up online. Um, Find a mentor or a mentee. You're never too old to learn from somebody older than you and to teach someone younger. Yeah, maybe someone younger who wants to go into acting. I could mentor them a little bit, give them a little bit. Uh, Memorise the Lord's Prayer the Apostles' Creed, the Great Commission, and the Beatitudes. Let's stick with the Lord's Prayer. I'll go for that one. Face your fear. Now, one of the things on bucket list is always the parachuting or the bungee jumping or the skydiving. And my, I guess my biggest fear, the thing I used to always have nightmares about, was falling. So I'd always be on like the side of a cliff, like on a road on a cliff and there'd be something happened where everything would tip and I'd be sort of sliding towards the big drop so I kind of had ruled out any kind of height thing but now that it's saying face your fear maybe I should do something like that oh I could abseil maybe I'll I'll abseil I'll abseil from somewhere yeah that that would be one that I'll do later on in the uh, in the series maybe next year I don't feel the age to do it just now but that will maybe happen sponsor a child hmm and what can you do you sponsor a child in need for less than your mobile phone bill some sometime between um and it says sometime between before your 40th birthday commit to a year relevant magazine you need to spell check and grammar check your articles anyway that is it so there was quite a few on there that I'm definitely going to do. Memorise the Lord's Prayer, no idea why. And also religiously do the uh, 
read the Bible all the way through, play an instrument, write a short story, maybe go on a road trip, quite a few stuff. Good stuff. Anyway, if you've got any suggestions of things that I should do, then get in contact at 40 by 40 podcast and I will see you soon. Have a lovely week. Bye.